Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, October 3rd, 2022, episode 141. It's National Boyfriend Day. Now, I feel like we have done this before, hmm. but maybe we haven't. So, National Boyfriend Day. Alex is celebrating. I'm I'm a boyfriend. Yeah, I'm a proud <laughs> uh, boyfriend of, of a girl. So, that's, Let's that's go. huge. Let's go. Yeah. As am I. As you, as you are as well. And then we have some, you know, working on it. Yeah. Uh, progress. <laughs> well, Adam, Adam, Adam's not here, but he's also, he, I'm sure it'd be happy to know for the people to know that he's also a boyfriend. He oh, identifies okay. his boyfriend. Okay. He identifies his boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He's holding that down. So, and then no comment from the other member, just a deflection into Adam, but that's okay. That's working okay. on it. We're working on it. Progress. Yeah, Mission yeah. not Work yet complete. Progress. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. No, we're loading. It's like GTA. There's like a menu with the progress. It's like yeah. you're 60% complete right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's more missions you yeah. got to do. It was uh, it was a nice day of football today. Now, here's the full discretion. We're taping as Sunday Night Football has just started. It's 7-3 to three right now for Kansas City. If something crazy happens, I don't know what we're going to do because I don't want to <laughs> have to go cowherd mode. Mm. But there might be a situation if this is crazy enough where I might go for 30 seconds. But we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Because Owen, it looks like an early bedtime for you tonight. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, like yeah. eight o'clock. Yeah. That's kind of what we're shooting for. It's 6 35 right now. So uh-huh. <laughs> we're up against the clock. Shocker for the yeah. people at home. We're not full time podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't, if you couldn't tell by like, there <laughs> never being an ad run on this podcast. <laughs> We do not have enough to stay up till 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah. So the budget constraints are cracking down and we're starting at six. <laughs> exactly. So that's the situation we ran into. Yeah. But, but that's okay. That's all right. We're here. You still get something. And if mm-hmm. it is crazy enough, I will do Cowherd 30 yes. seconds max. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. I'll probably just read the final score and the box score. Tom but Brady, that's still good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tom Brady was 39 for 52. Yes. And he threw for 276 yards. And I'll just do that. I'll read the whole ben. sheet out. But it was a pretty exciting day of football together. There was a bit of an uneven balance. There was nine morning games, 10, I think, if you count the London game, and then three in the afternoon. And one of them was not football in the Panthers-Cardinals game. So that was a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. But two pretty good ones. And I'm looking forward to talking about things today. I did have an idea, though. I want to propose this to you that, that we can do every Sunday. I wanted to save this for the pod. Here's an idea. We create a hierarchy of categories, mm-hmm. and then we can move teams in and out as we go. Like, oh. a, like a tier system for yeah, teams, yeah. and then we can do it every Sunday. I thought you were going to, when I heard hierarchy, I was... I thought you were going to, like, rip off Herd Hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Herd Hierarchy. Yeah. 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 Our time well, is sh- now. Shout out Colin the Godfather for, you know, lending us this idea. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can just... We well, don't have to t- take it as the herd hierarchy. We can we just take call- it as the flag hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where the flag was wrong, where the flag was right. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> ever done that one before. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, Blazing five. We yeah. can just rebrand Blazing hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. But this is okay. Tell me if you want to add a tier in here. I think there should be five, maybe Kay. six. Okay. So then one tier can be elite. One tier can be good. There could be frisky. They could be unserious. And then there can be poverty. Oh, okay. 
I think yeah. that's pretty good. I think five is enough. If we feel like we have to add yeah. six, we can do it next week. Yes. But for now, we can organize it into five. And then we can... And clarifying question, Phil. They don't have to be like... It doesn't have to be like an even split. Like we could have like yeah. maybe like eight poverty teams, like one elite team. Yeah. I love it. We can try it out. Okay. So I'm starting with the best game, which was the Bills-Ravens game. Now, the Bills won this game 23-20. to The controversy really is that the Ravens almost fought at the end because of the John Harbaugh decision to... I mean, there was a couple things. There was conflicting reports. The Ravens had a fourth and goal from the half with about five minutes to go. Tie game. They could have kicked to go up by three. Instead, they go for it to go up seven. They don't get it. Bills go down and kick the field goal. Now, if the Ravens had obviously kicked the field goal, then it would have been a tie mm-hmm. either way. And then the Ravens also did not let uh, the Bill guy score as the clock was running down. They tackled him inside the five when mm-hmm. it looked like he was going to break in. And then if they didn't, they would have had a chance to answer. So that was kind of the controversy there. The Ravens are not happy about themselves. But I think that probably going for it against Josh Allen is the right call. Like If you go up seven, you're probably winning the game. And if you go up three, the Bills are just going to go down anyway. They got three anyway. So I was okay with the decision. But, Owen, how'd you feel? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, always <clears> – <throat> I always like aggressive coaching because that's, like, I think more fun. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Especially against Josh Allen, you probably want to – you don't want to give him, like, a shot or as much of a shot to win the game. And so I think – like, I would have done what John Harbaugh did. I thought it was a good call. Yeah, I agree. I think as funny as it sounds, um, you're 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 probably winning the game. You know, going up seven or trying to go for it on the fourth and five, as opposed to kicking the field goal to go up three. Because, like Phil said, I think there's like a ninety nine percent chance that Josh Allen's going to get the what forty yards he needs, and then um and then just kick the field goal as opposed to you know making him actually get a touchdown, which is a cold completely different story i don't have that big of a problem and then i don't know this whole like we saw it with the chubb thing um when the the jets against the jets when they lost i I, like people are acting like it's just super easy for like these players to just like let guys go and get a touchdown or for the opposing team to just like like people were giving shit to chubb for running in for a touchdown and like now talking about the ravens that they should have let you know the guy score it's not i don't think it's that simple it's just it's tough i think when you're that big of a competitor to just like like okay like i gotta walk in and go down yeah 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 lock in and go down or completely let this guy in for the touchdown i don't think it's that simple um you know so i i I can i'm not giving them too hard of a time for for doing that yeah i agree and i I saw a lot of stuff this week to sort of shift to a bills angle on this one they were down 20 to 3 in this one they lost the game last week and i saw a lot of people saying well the bills can knock you out but if it gets to a real fight can they you know can Mm -hmm. they edge you out can they beat you in a close game i think today I thought those were kind of ridiculous conversations. If a team can knock you out, they can play in a close game, in my opinion. And I think the Bills today, that was an attitude win because they go down, the Ravens have every chance to put it away, but the Bills, I don't think they let the Ravens score a point in the second half. They got two big interceptions. I thought that was a pretty impressive performance to come back on the road like that. So I was pretty pleased with the game from Buffalo. I'd say firmly we can put Buffalo in the elite mm-hmm. category. That would be my take. I agree. I don't think anybody will object to that. That's easy. No. And and the Ravens, I would say, are, are, are in the good. I'd, I'd put them Me there too. too. Yep. But they're they're close on the elite. Like they're, yeah, on yeah. the outside looking in. They're like good plus. Good plus. Good plus. Good, good yeah. plus. They're at the top of the good. If we were to tier the good. Yeah. They were wearing those all purple uniforms today. I don't know how I feel about so those. So good. You like them? Yeah, I love them. With the gold. I like rush. all one color. I think it looks sick. Color rush. Color rush guy. Yeah. Big Thursday big night football fan. 
they're having a press conference tomorrow at 3.30. I don't think it's going to be very notable, but some people are like, they fire in Harbaugh. Like, oh, my I don't think God. that's going to happen. Uh, just my opinion. Like, Frank Reich still has a job. Yeah. So, I don't think Harbaugh is going anywhere. <laughs> oh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. That's firmly in the poop bag. <laughs> Me too. Um, the Jets and the Steelers played today. Owen and I's favorite team squaring off and I banger saw, of a game banger of a game for real <laughs> it actually was it was a it was a hard fight and the Jets edged out the Steelers it was actually five years to the day that Mitch Trubisky replaced Mike Glennon in Chicago mm. and now Mitch Trubisky you passing know, to the torch passing the torch to Kenny Pickett <laughs> and when Kenny Pickett came in I was so happy that the, the results that the Steelers were getting they were starting to move the ball I was so happy I don't think Mitch Trubisky will ever play again as a starter like he might come in as a backup every now and then but as a starter i think it's firmly over so when kenny pickett came in and was moving the ball i was so happy but then zach wilson went on two very impressive drives the one to get him within three and then the one to win the game i think he was six for six on the final drive but that doesn't even paint the picture like countless big throws on third down fourth down that was his most impressive win so owen congratulations thank you thanks like it was touch and go like i think zach wilson looked pretty bad for a lot of the game like i was pretty annoyed like when they got down to they kind of drove towards like the 10 yard line and he just airman he did like a sidearm throw um and like it missed the receiver by like a good three yards and so i just texted our fantasy chat that um zach wilson's a scumbag and then he scored a touchdown like two plays later Mm. and then another one like the next drive and then they won the game so you know, little. I was a little bit premature on that, but Zach Wilson looks good. I'm happy with how he played. Also, credit to you because it sounds like you turned the game around for him. Mm. Well, I know the Jets like receipts and things like that. They like motivation and like bulletin board material. So I was like feeding into that. You should tweet bit. him the screenshot of the text. Then I love Zach Wilson with the sidearm. He's like he's been like out for four weeks, and he's like seeing like everyone like wow, Mahomes sidearm, <laughs> Lamar sidearm. He's like, all right, this play like is strictly just for me to sidearm right now because I have something to say about this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people are gassing these boys way too much. He's like, I don't even care if we get like a first down. I'm just sidearming this. I don't care where the ball goes. <laughs> so good for Zach. Um, what are we rating that gritty? Oh. It, it was, was pretty good. It dude. was actually it was not bad. Grand like it was things. I would put it frisky or good. Yeah, yeah. like it, it wasn't Gasicki. Gasicki is poverty. Yeah. No, Gasicki is poverty. <laughs> yeah, and then who, who is it beyond? Mac Jones was also poverty. Kirk is poverty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk is in the poverty, but yeah. this was frisky. This wasn't so bad. He was a little too yeah. low in the squat for what I was yes. seeing. Like it was, he was almost like an L shape if you just look, like didn't count the below the knees. Yes, like he was in yeah. a full potty formation, mm-hmm. but he did pretty good. So <laughs> I, I didn't mind the move, but yeah, I don't know. They said it was the first quarterback to ever catch a touchdown in Jets history. So I bet he's wow. gonna have a nice Instagram photo or something. I don't follow him, oh, yeah. but maybe you could. Bet I that. do. Not gonna lie, I'll let you boys know. This was Thank his you. first start. Though, right yes yeah so I, th- I still think like owen wasn't super happy with his game but i still think it's pretty impressive him with him like coming in after about a month and then just still coming out with the win no. and having some impressive it plays. was it was good i just like kind of i like jumped to the conclusion when it was like eight for 24 two interceptions and like, that's, fair. that's fair yeah that's but then fair. he kind of he kind of turned it on so was, he like, was you know, unbelievable in the fourth quarter like i know it was i know the steelers defense isn't exactly what it used to be but yeah 
still very impressive. If we want to do the Kenny Pickett, I know, I know, I get it. No touchdown passes, three interceptions. I understand that part. <laughs> when you look at the box score, it doesn't still. look good. But if you watch, you'll know what I'm talking about it. That guy's got something about him. I don't know what it is. Two the mechanics ru- are there. The, the two rushing <laughs> touchdowns. I said to somebody today, I think it's the first time I've ever seen, literally ever in my life, the quarterback for the Steelers, the play broke down and he was like, all right, I'm going to scramble out. I've never seen that from number seven before. So seeing it today, I like almost fell off the couch it was it was incredible stuff here's the problem though their next four games i wrote it down steelers are at bills home for tampa at dolphins at eagles so that's a problem that is a bit of that's like the four hardest games you could possibly play so i think it's a bit of a bad time to put them in now but the steelers got what they deserve today because everybody knew in the whole league who watches with half half paying attention they shouldn't have started trubisky it made no sense at all so to come out in the first half and they didn't score a touchdown again, they got so lucky to get the field goal at the end of the half. They deserve to lose today for making that stupid decision. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I, I, I'm happy because Pickett played so well. And now that he's in, we can turn the page. Results don't really matter anymore because we're not going to make the playoffs for one and three. So mm. that's how I feel. But I'm, okay. I'm, I'm hyped to see Kenny Pickett next week. But I'm putting the Steelers. Are we saying they're unserious? A little yeah. bit with starting from Okay, unserious. I was going to say poverty. Wow. Wow. All right, I'll say. But un- that might be harsh. Okay, unserious. Unserious. Unserious for the okay. Steelers and the Jets. I actually want to put the Jets in first. Yeah, me I too. think the Jets are pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Like they have two uh, wins. They do. So I bet the Jets today. I bet against the Steelers. I had a wow. feeling. I saw Trubisky and I just knew. I was like, there's no way. And I actually, I like the Jets. That's yeah. it's a compliment to me the Jets too. more than it is a disservice to the Steelers. The Jets, even if Zach Wilson isn't that good. Garrett Wilson's really good. Yeah. They've got playmakers on that team. Brees Hall is starting to look good too. Good days are ahead for the Jets, potentially. Eagles got the win. They're 4-0. They beat the Jags. Now, I know the Jags fumbled four times, but the Jags also jumped out to a 14-0 lead. And as a Jags plus 6.5, we picked it on the show. I was like, yes. Yes. I already was ready to chalk up my W. 14-0. Jalen Hurts has got to throw the ball in the rain. And then 29 unanswered for the Eagles after that. So that was a little bit tough. Did we overreact to the Jags? Or is it just the weather and the and the conditions of the game? I think it's the weather. I think a lot of it's the weather. Like they're more of a, a, a like a they're Sunbelt team. So they're a Southern ethos team. Yeah, you know, they're not used to the Midwest type of ethos. No, yeah. you know the rain, like conditions. So I'm gonna like give them a break. They're a dome team. They're a dome team. That's a good way to put it. Uh, because yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is better than he played today. I think so too. He four didn't, fumbles yeah. though, and all four lost is pretty heat. Yeah, That's regardless of the weather. Well, the weather plays a factor in that though. Yeah, because it's so slippery. True, true, yeah, true. It's so wet. But the numbers people say that's bad luck fumbling four times and not picking a single one up. I disagree with the numbers people, but if I was one, that's what I would say. But I the, mean, I don't know. I still think the Jags are pretty good. I just think it's like a combination of the weather. They're playing in Philly. Um, they've been on the road for two weeks now. They were in L.A. Um, last week long flight long flight they did a late that's a lot four of day layover in jacksonville <clears throat> that's, <laughs> that's a lot of flying um and then the eagles are a good team so um no surprise there but like when you look back on it this might be the one of the harder games the eagles play all year which is really scary to think about like they could go seven eight no you're saying even further than that yeah like if you actually like, well, with the Cowboys looking better now, we'll get into that later. But like, the Jags might be one of the harder teams they've played. So, um, yeah, that's true. Definitely the hardest so far. So far, that's true. I'm still in on the Jags. 
I, I, I don't. Me too. Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm not, not. This is. I think the bet. They're pretty clearly to me the best team in their division. Yes. I think. I don't think it's like particularly close. I agree with that completely. I was going to say the Titans didn't exactly knock my socks off <laughs> today, and the Colts definitely did not. I can't wait to talk about that. But <laughs> this they, isn't like a loss where you're like, oh, come on, Jags. Like yeah. I know they were up 14-0, but still, the weather I, and this the isn't changing my. To, yeah. yeah. Alex, did you did you see your boy Trey Sermon? Was he getting some action? Couple, you got some. You got. He carried the rock twice. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that's two Whoa. more carries than he got on San Francisco. I think I so. Think New career so. high. <laughs> career high. Damn, they got to be careful not to run him into the ground. Dude, he got to take your time <laughs> with him. He got mileage in San Francisco. So yeah, it's funny how like yeah. with the seven running backs the Eagles have, he still got more carries than he ever did in San Francisco battling <laughs> against Eli Mitchell. Like it's <laughs> Jeff Jr. And Jeff, yeah, exactly. Jamichael Hasty just he just couldn't edge him out on the depth <laughs> chart. The third round pick that the GM spent wasn't enough. Can you just imagine being the GM and you're like you, you draft the guy in the third round, you're like sick. Like I can't wait to see this guy like in camp. Yeah. Like I'm super hyped. I like his college tape. And yeah. then you go to like first day of training camp and the coach is like, you might as well just cut him because like I'm not gonna I'm use not him. I'm not gonna use him. So yeah, yeah Daryl yeah. Sutter. That's yeah, Daryl Sutter. There you go. <laughs> Can you tell Alex is a little upset today about the flames? About the cuts. Yeah, just a little bit upset. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I got the Jags in I got the Jags in good. And I yeah, get yeah, the, yeah. and I got the Eagles where they belong. Yeah. Yeah. No surprises yeah. here. No surprises there. Jags have elevated themselves over Absolutely. a frisky mode, Absolutely. I would say. They're good. They have wins. But like the Chargers win all of a sudden not looking as impressive. So I don't know. Anyway, the morning game. Did you actually get up? Did, did My brother did, which was I did. insane. You did? I didn't think you'd get up. Well, got up at, yeah. I was awake. Oh yeah. The the forty five yeah. minutes of sleep did you thin. Yeah. The announcers were the one guy I'd never heard of before. It's some random guy. I don't know who it was, but he was like forcing so many British like jokes and things. It was, it was like kind of annoying. I, I don't know if you noticed you. that too. It was Mark Sanchez and some other guy and they were both oh, yeah. just like seeing like who could try harder. It was like, yeah. I, I, I'm not interested in this. Please just call the game. What were the, yeah. what were the British jokes? Dude, they were talking about, they mentioned like tea and crumpets maybe like 15 times in different contexts. They were talking about Arsenal. They were talking about like soccer. References. Oh yeah. I saw that. It one. was like rough. It was bad. They they probably thought this was the first ever game in England, so they're like, okay, like we gotta go hard on the jokes, yeah, because yeah. like this is a big deal. They like, were first like, time doing some investigative journalism, like talking to people on the street. Like, like what are you into? Yeah, yeah, what do you like to eat? Like teen crumpets, sick. Yeah, okay, write that yeah. down. Yeah. Let's work that in there. Yes. Yeah, they said. I remember that one. Sorry, they said, what's Arsenal? Write it down. Okay, mm-hmm. let him know. Let him yeah. know. They said he got shot out of the cannon, like the Arsenal logo. We'll probably get beat yes. up for saying that in here. I was like, all right. Just talk about the game, yeah. please. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah down really. NFL. Mark's not even a bad commentator. Like, I kind of, I don't mind him. That's what I'm saying. But he does talk, like, a lot. Yeah. You just got to slow yeah, it down. Yeah. Just just play by play. That's all you need to do, buddy. And can I say, I think Kirk Cousins is maybe the biggest fraud as far fraud. as quarterbacks go in the NFL right now. Biggest fraud. It's <laughs> crazy fraud. How, how, how much he sucks, how bad he is. We literally spent... Like, I've been telling people horrible. this, dude. I know. Like, I've been on the Kirk ain't good. Let's go. Alex is, Alex is claiming that Kirk Cousins isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're taking credit for that one. <laughs> Nobody else saw that no one. No one saw that coming. <laughs> it was out of left field. But uh, we literally spent five minutes on the last show with Jeff talking about like London Kirk Cousins and what it's going to do to his body clock. Oh. He played the most 
Kirk Cousins-esque game I've ever seen. It was just London Kirk Cousins is just regular Kirk Cousins. And how about how about <laughs> Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins' two career matchups against each other being in London and one playing to a 27-27 tie and the other one to a 28-25. It's like this is the maximum amount of output they can score and they're just yeah. hovering around the number always. If you want to get the Brits into football, just send them Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton for a little <laughs> yeah. bit. No, they will be more than content to go back they to were loving the, the Brits were loving the Jefferson Gritty though. Like I saw a lot of fans doing the like little goggle eyes <laughs> things that Jefferson does. I'm like, raw. Like they've been waiting for this. They've been seeing it on Insta. They've yeah. been loving Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I will say too, Andy Dalton, not that bad. Not he, that bad. I mean He's not that bad. This is the Andy Dalton cycle though. <laughs> Not yeah. that bad, comes in, and then all of a sudden you're like, this guy sucks. Like, if he yeah. plays more than, like, five weeks in a row, you're like, get him off my screen. But then he'll, like, kind of float back around uh, and say, yeah. oh, Andy Dalton, like, oh, he's yeah. the best backup in the NFL. It could be worse <laughs> if you have him. But he is definitely yeah. better than Jameis without four back vertebrae. Like, gu- guarantee sure. oh, he's better for than sure. that. I'll take him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have yeah. been a lot, you know. He could be worse. But the Saints have players, I'm telling you. For one and three, yeah. they should probably be in the frisky because Olave's yes. good. They didn't have Michael Thomas today. Them deploying a Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray, Alvin Kamara backfield in 2022 is disgusting. Dude, when it was L. Murray, I was like, are you kidding me? They still have this guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Mark Ingram, he had it. He had a couple nice – he had, like, one where he, like, was, it was like a run left off tackle. He cut it right. And he like he like kind of bounced it outside, and I was like, "This is like 2016, 2017 Mark Ingram." Wow, it was like Let's sick. It, yeah, it, people forget that Davis Mills said Damian Pierce has the most juice he's seen since Mark Ingram. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he is good. People forget how good he can be, and the Vikes. Unserious to me. You've I'll just put un-serious. him in the frisky. I'll yeah. put him in the frisky, but they're not good. It's a pretty uninspiring one. A three and one. They're as unserious as you can get while still being frisky. That's also. That's also because of their players, you know, mainly like Kirk. I don't think it's like a serious, I can't really take him seriously. This is true. But yeah. Okay. Let's put him in the, let's put him in the frisky because they're three and one, okay, but yeah, they're yeah, teetering yeah. on unserious. So yeah. we got to work that down. Keep that accounted. Denver Broncos took the lost state of Ra- Alex's Raiders. First win for the Raiders. Oh. Long time coming. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth, but Nate Hackett makes Josh McDaniels look like Bill Belichick. So yeah. that was the good news for you today. Yeah, that's right. Um, didn't think our first win would come in October. Uh, <laughs> let's go but you Here know the are. boys clutched it up a little bit there almost blew it but then clutched it up there towards the end um you know surprise Devontae Adams is pretty good so when you throw him the ball you know he can get you a couple first downs Josh Jacobs uh, was looking good today. Josh Jacobs was looking good like man he was getting so much heat in the in the preseason and they were like well should they cut Josh Jacobs I'm like what are you like what is everyone talking about right now um yeah I mean like pretty good win like still room for improvement obviously one and three is still a huge hole um but then again like the competition we faced wasn't very good like i know i know wilson had that one sick throw at the end um i to, thought wilson looked to pretty Ke- good today i to thought Kendall, he was better than he's been in recent weeks at least better hinted but i don't know man he was still kind of missing on some throws and then yeah in that fourth and five where he threw it to I think Boone yeah, was Mike, his name. Mike and Boone. he just like yeah, dropped. That was like me out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it you know, it is what it is. It's a tough div. Well, I don't even know if it's a tough div because the Chargers are looking a little heat and the Broncos are looking a little heat and the Raiders are looking a heat. 
and all of a sudden, like, it's not even, like, a top two It's just two the AFC West again. It's just the AFC West again with the Chiefs being really good, and that's it. So, it's funny. That is a bad look, but a win's a win. A win's a win. I'm glad we got our win at home. Like, people were banging um, Raiders uh, minus two and a half. Including Jeff, who made your picks for who, you. Who made my picks for me, and uh, great, great job. Yeah, he did okay. So far, he's two and two. We still have the other results pending, but that's yeah. a pretty good start. And he locked the Raiders, which I think was a bit of a hat tip for you so that yes. was nice of him jeff's, jeff's appearance on this show it was a cold classic people were loving it i got it I was got, excellent yeah but people were saying they agree with us and that jeff is a is a fake fan i don't think fan good podcaster yeah i think so i think that was the consensus i thought the broncos did look better like i said i think wilson was better today like i hear when i talk to a lot of broncos fans i know lots they're like work in progress mm. like new coach new quarterback we got to we got to iron some things out yeah and i thought wilson looked better but the coaching's not looking any better. They do very basic things and they take a lot of penalties, which and they don't manage the clock very well, which to me that sounds like a coaching problem. So but it's only been four weeks. You got anything on this game? How right? did the timeout guy do? They did good. The timeout guy did good. He had one that we we were mapping out, me and my dad, about like what would they do if they didn't call a timeout? We were like, No, he nailed it. That was a great timeout. Two fifty three to go in the fourth. It was it was brilliant. We were like, Wow, he saved two plays on that one. Guy can manage the clock. So the good. guy did good. So Adam he's gotta take him off the hot seat. Turn that down to a low seat. You know, like a seat yeah. warmer. You a gotta salmon. turn that down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just down the middle, the teetering one. Yeah. But you got anything on this game? Not really. To me, I like. I I don't think either of these teams are very uh, good. I think they're pretty similar. Um, like the like, there's stuff to like about the Broncos. I think their defense is good, although they didn't play great today. And I think Russell Wilson played better than he has in the past. But like, I still don't think they are at the level where they need to be to be like a really competitive team. And then the Raiders, yeah. The Raiders, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know what to make of the Raiders sometimes because I don't think they're that good either. But like on paper, they should be better. So I, I agree know. with like, you. Like I'm starting to accept that. Yeah, I think it's the coaching problem, to be honest. Yeah, Josh McDaniels also really doesn't look like a good coach. I'm down to put the Raiders and the Broncos in. I think they should go together, no matter yeah, where exactly, we put them. Exactly, because I think they're the yeah. same actually. So do you want them in frisky or unserious? I would put them in unserious. Yeah. <sighs> But border, it's borderline. I'm down to put them in frisky. Yeah, frisky because like the Vikings are in call. frisky, right? So they're more that level. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. okay, frisky. Okay, two appearances in frisky. So mark that down. Yeah, I'll listen to this back and I'll make a I'll make an alignment, and then Adam can make a graphic or something if he wants to. Um, the Patriots and the Packers played in Lambeau Field. the uh, The Patriots had to resort to Zappy. Zappy. I almost called him Zappy, but Zappy today. Um, I didn't think he was that bad, but Bill was just putting him in the cage. He wasn't using him at all. It was like, you're just going to hand the ball off. and then. But when Zappi went back to pass, he had a couple dots. He was looking okay. But then in overtime, he didn't even let him make a chance to get a chance to win the game. So that was a little disappointing. But Brian Hoyer leaving the game was one of the least shocking things I've ever seen in my life. Like He took two hits, and I said to Owen, like, every time he gets hit now, it looks like he's never going to get up again, and then he didn't get up. He, he had a bit of a tough go, because who would have thought that taking six years off playing in games and then getting to age 37 and then resuming your playing career would have resulted in some soft tissue damage pretty early on so least shocking news of the day but 
Packers, I don't know. I'm ready to not really judge them until November. I feel like they're ironing things out and they're just yeah. going to keep winning and I'm not really going to have an opinion because they're not like blowing my socks off or anything. But, but they're winning. But they're winning games. Exactly. So yeah. who am and, I to judge? And it looks like uh, Rodgers and the, and the wide receivers are getting on the same page now. Um, Dubs had a touchdown and then the other guy, Christian Chris, Chris Watson. Christian Watson as well, I believe, had a touchdown. So um, they're... They're looking like they're clicking more now, so which is kind of what was the key for the for the Packers this whole time. Um, but yeah, like you said, they're not really blowing my socks off. No, like they shouldn't really be going to OT with the with the Pats. You wouldn't think so against Zappy. So the Zappy Hoyer tandem is pretty sick. I might try it out in like Madden. I might just have to buy the new game just to do it. I feel like it would be a great. Time. I think Hoyer like the last six like years was like wow, like I really don't have to play NFL games. And then I when he got in today, he was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to take a hard hit, and I'm out. Like, yeah. I actually can't yeah. do it. Like, this is way harder yeah. than I remember it being. Yeah. So I'm out. Dude, I think he thought he had it made. He was like, I'm going to hold the clipboard forever. Yes. Because Bill is too lazy to replace me. <laughs> exactly. And, like, no matter who they draft, they're not going to hurl me on the depth chart. I've been, I'm, like, 38 years old. I'm literally, like, yeah. on my last When Bill leg. was like, Brian, you're in. He's like, you're sure you don't want to go with, like, yeah. the, the, the young stud? Like, yeah. the new pick? Yeah. You sure? Because someone's yeah. got to hold the clipboard, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm good at that. So yeah. why would Let's you just play to me? our strengths? Uh-huh. He saw what happened with Tua, and he's like, okay, like there's a lot of pressure on concussions right now. Like If I come back a little wobbly <laughs> to the sideline, there's no way they're going to put me back in. So he just figured out the plan. And he was like, and Bill is going to make Zappy do just safe plays, so he's going to play next week. Exactly. So I'm yeah. perfectly fine to just resume my playing career on the bench. <laughs> I envision like Jimmy G as like wanting to have the Brian Hoyer. That's like kind of where he wanted his career to go with this contract. <laughs> yeah. I think like they're probably calling each other and they're like, wow, like this sucks. Like we're both <laughs> yeah, playing now. Bro. Like what happened? <laughs> Brian Hoyer just gets hit, but he like starts faking the fingers. He's like, this will work for sure. <laughs> He just starts faking them. Oh my god! Can you imagine Brian Hoare just faking the fingers, the Tua fingers, <laughs> the Tua fingers? Oh my, oh my goodness, that would be funny! Wow, hey, what a plan by Brian Hoyer. I really believe you that he thought he like he had the swindle of the year. He's like Bill. He's like Bill. I'm just gonna do one more year. He's like Bill. Do you really want to find a new backup quarterback, man? Like you've only got a couple years left. So do I. Like let's just ride out together. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you're in. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh the the well, I mean, we I guess we have to put them in categories. I got the Packers in good. Yeah, I got the Packers in good as well on the Patriots and um I think they're unserious definition. Unserious, yeah. I would put them on the verge of poverty. They're getting but, close. Yeah. They them and the Steelers <laughs> are treading the line right now. They're basically the same yeah. football team. Just, exactly. I, like it's the exact same stuff. Because I don't think yeah, many yeah. coaches in the league to give Bill a bit of credit, no coach in the league is getting to overtime in Lambo against Rodgers with Zappy. But Bill is like I'm going to manage this game to the point where like we're going to exude the maximum out of this guy. I'll do the most I can with making him do the least. So Good for Bill in that sense, but unserious, unserious. Dallas Cowboys beat the Commanders. Carson Wentz was in the game. I, I was wondering, um, like Carson Wentz was in the game, but like they scored ten points and yeah. he looked like Carson Wentz. I was just wondering how you plan on explaining to somebody the year that he was like second in MVP voting and looked like he was the next Josh Allen, like Josh Allen pre Josh Allen. Wow, that's what that's I thought he was going to be. Great question, because like. W- we don't say that jokingly. Like he really was an unbelievable quarterback that year for Philadelphia, and he was electric. He was like it was before Mahomes and Allen, and it was 
it was almost like like he, he was like doing revolutionized both. like he, like he wrote the Wentz book for Allen and 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 Jackson. He walked so they could run exactly. Um, and I know he had like the injuries and stuff, but like even like with the injuries, you shouldn't be this bad. It's like his brain that that is the problem. Yeah, I would say he makes a lot of mistakes. I have a soft spot for Carson Wentz, like early Carson Wentz, because when I played fantasy in 2017, I picked him up off the waiver wire. Uh, or either him or Kamara, and I drafted the other one. Like I had both him and Kamara rookie year, and they were both like the best. They were like disgusting. You never forget so. that fire waiver wire pickup, <laughs> never. especially if you ride him for the whole season. It's like, wow, I'm sick. I'm a genius. I Someone get I, me a <laughs> coaching job. Yeah, it's like I could scout. Yeah. I did that with Kamara as well. I scooped him off the wire. I remember it so well, yeah. and I rode him to the to the championship. I didn't mean to bury the lead here. The lead in this game is obviously Cooper Rush, who's now three and zero as a starter. They were showing all the stats of how good Ceedee Lamb is when Cooper Rush was in the game. I was like, I love this Cooper Rush propaganda. Send Dakota to the bench, and I'm sorry to Dakota. But I mean, Skip was right and Alex was right by extension because Alex was the only guy who said Skip was right. So if we're going yes. down the chain of command here, Alex was right. Uh-huh. And then you can say Skip was and right. And then wasn't Jerry technically right? Because he also said, I don't think there's that much of a difference between Cooper and Dak. Yeah. So like Jerry knew all along. He did know all along. Wow. And he got the controversy he wanted because I'm officially at the point where if Dakota says next week, I'm coming back. He's not Dak anymore. He hasn't earned Dak in a couple of years. He's Dakota. He's to Dakota. Me now. If he yeah. says, I'm ready to come back, I'm saying, do the Hoyer. Hold the board. Exactly. I agree. And it's funny because the second he got injured in that week one loss, they were like, no, no problem. We're getting him back week four. It's fine. Week five, he will play. Now they're like 3-0 and with Cooper Rush. He's like healed up, healthy. They're like, well... And then this was the reason they come up came up with as to like you know why the, he might not start in the next week is um, they said well you know he has to, we got to make sure he can grip the ball well mm-hmm. <laughs> classic yeah classic yeah. make sure he can grip the ball well sure yeah. okay yeah. he's probably I, I imagine Dakota's like you know he maybe he's not a hundred percent healthy but he's like hey I'm good to go like not a problem like mm-hmm. just tape it up mm-hmm. grips good like he's trying to get out there. Um, but yeah, I think the team should like I I would like to see him hold the clipboard a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like he looks really good in that hat. He does. I can't lie. It, he like the fit on him guy. looks great. He is a very good hat guy, surprisingly. I think it's so. because of the beard. Like the beard is a very strong look for him, but you mm-hmm. don't get it on the helmet. Like with the helmet on, you can't see it. Yeah. But then when he has the hat on, it's like wow, this is a really handsome cat. Yeah, I think it's also the shape of his face. It's like kind of squarish. Yes, a little bit. So if so he can fits just, nice. Yeah, if, if he can give the illusion that it's a circle, because he's already given the illusion with the beard, because it's like, yeah. oh, like what's the chin? But now with the hat on, it's like, <laughs> what's the top of the head? We don't know. But he yeah. is kind of a square head. You got that right. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you there. I think his actual name is Rain Dakota. I think he just chose Dak from the middle name. So. He might have to be Rain. I don't know. So is it like a Mike Stanton situation? Now? I think it is a Mike Stanton situation where he's got to go back to base one. Like so I'm he, just gonna call him Rain. Yeah, Rain. Rain. <laughs> but here's the problem with Rain. Nobody's gonna know who we're talking about. But if we establish it now that he's a Rain, Rain Prescott. Yeah. Who was the other guy that changed his name? Uh, oh, uh, Shaquille. Shaquille uh, Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we honored that name. We change. honored that though because that's actually a sick name. Mm-hmm. And then there was Clint Frazier, which we did not honor. Yeah, he's Clint Frazier. He's not Jackson <laughs> yeah. Frazier. Actually, I'm Jackson. No, you're not. Actually, you're Clint. No, you're Clint. Um, the Commanders' black uniforms, I don't like them at all. I think they look terrible. And the Commanders, this is a big 2013 energy where it was like, oh, you don't have a black jersey yet? Yeah. Like, I've got a black jersey in my closet. And 
And they're trying to do the soccer thing with like the two like um, the lines. bolded lines like Puma. On, on top and on the bottom of the name. Yeah, like Puma. Like this isn't Eurobasket, like yeah. Euro League. Like let's chill. <laughs> it's like we're not the... playing in Turkey. Like calm down. <laughs> it looks like there should be an ad on the jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, did you not no, sell one ad? Or... Like fucking ten, you know? <laughs> like just deck the whole jersey in ads at this point because it looks so un-North American. It's crazy. Yeah, it's bad. But Owen likes it. I actually, I, I thought I did, but then I watched it and I don't. I think it's like way too cluttered. I get what you guys are saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not clean enough. It's like the, the lines need to go. It's like you give, you you make a jersey in like Photoshop or something and you're just like, oh, like I can do the line tool mm-hmm. and I can do like this, I can do the arch like <laughs> extension too. Yeah. You know, you're just throwing everything, the kitchen sink at it. You got the paintbrush going. It's like, I'm yeah. going to swap this color in and then do a line. Yeah. It's going to look great. Yeah. Like the black and yellow is so un-Washington. And it's, it's like, it's, it's, not like they didn't have like good colors. Like they had great like oh, the burgundy and gold is, is so good. It's like the, it's one, one of the, of best, the best color best. schemes in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of the best color schemes it. going. And I don't know who in the world looked at the redacteds of the football team or the commanders uniform and was like, it would be great if there was some black in it. Like let's get to let's get a black version going. Like, and then let's take the burgundy that we've had for a hundred years and then make it worse. Yeah. It's not even the OG burgundy. Let's it's like a worse it burgundy. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It's ugly. So they deserve it because the name sucks and now the jerseys suck too. So I hope they enjoy the poverty of Carson Wentz, which mm-hmm. is, I, see, I'm still kind of a commander's guy. Like deep down, I believe they're not poverty, but I think they have to be rated as poverty. They are, they're poverty. Yeah. Like something keeps telling me, I'm like, oh, you know, like they could win this game. Like they could keep it, they could cover the spread. But I took them today. It's, it's pretty poverty. I think, I, think I took them today too. So. And Cowboys, I want to put Cowboys in good. I actually think the Cowboys are pretty organized. I think they have a good defense. I think their offense is pretty efficient. Zeke looks better. Zeke, yep. Because Adam's not here, I can call him at the Cowboys, the rule I made. Zeke looks okay. He's like pretty slim. He makes some nice runs. And Cooper Rush. <laughs> and you know what makes you like know for a fact that the Cowboys are good? We haven't talked about Mike McCarthy in three weeks. Fact. So you already know the Cowboys are actually like pretty good. I agree. I, like, agree. What, I don't remember the last time we talked about Mike McCarthy. It wasn't since week one. Yeah, so, it's been a minute. Banger. He's been quiet, coaching up some raw, raw plays, and he's doing his thing. It's always a good sign when you can like, or I guess it's not a great sign when you have to like hide your coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like th- yeah. Mike McCarthy's three and one. Who saw this one coming? <laughs> yeah, that's never a sentence you want yeah. said about you. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I'm with you there. Uh, a couple more before we hit the poop package. We got the Browns and the Falcons. I got a confession to make about the Falcons. I think they're kind of exciting. I don't know what it is, but they got this little ground game going. And the Browns, they're a couple plays away from being 4-0. and I understand that, but that's also a coaching problem. They, I, I like Jacoby Brissett. I mean, there's a sentence I didn't think I would say, but he's okay. He He's good enough to keep you in a game. And they, it's stupid coverage, blown coverages, and chances to put this game away killed them today. Bad penalties. I don't think they're very well coached. But I think the Falcons are kind of exciting. That's the only take I have. I'd I'd like put the Falcons in frisky because they just keep playing some pretty close games. Honestly, I like I don't, I don't know if hate I it. Go that far, but I think they're more unserious. Okay, you're fi- like that's true because they're not on like the Broncos Vikings level, but like they they could be. They're like at the top of the unserious category, which is a big deal. You have any take on the Browns or the Falcons? Yeah, like you said, I think it's probably just bad coaching. Um, I'm curious, as, like, obviously, I don't want Deshaun Watson to play, but like, when he if does. he was, like, when he does, and if he's in these games, you think they're pulling these wins out, or you still think it's like a coaching problem that would still kind of hang them 
back. Hang, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because I think they have good players. Like Nick Chubb And Jacoby Brissett, yeah. like you said, is actually not that bad. He's okay. He's like, like he's, a game manager. He's a yeah. textbook game manager. Like he had a sick uh, running running TD today. He did. Rushing TD. That so. was fire. That got the boys off the couch for sure. Exactly. Wherever you were watching. Exactly. I think he's like, and that's also a credit to coaching too because it's like I've seen him before and I've thought he's terrible. So yeah, if I think true. he's pretty good, I give him some credit for that. But they just look mismanaged. They take terrible penalties and they don't make good decisions in close. They're actually, now that I think about it, do you think they're kind of like the uh, kind of like the Broncos almost? Like a little they bit. should be better. They should be winning these games, but like coaching is kind of holding them back. They have good players, but you know they've lost some questionable games. Yeah, kind of. I, I you know. agree. You got anything on the on the Falcons one? Um, on the Falcons, no. Like they have looked better. I think they they're doing like a lot with like not that much. Like it reminds me kind of of the Eagles, like maybe of like a year ago, <laughs> a micro where, scale Eagles. Yeah, like a micro scale Eagles where they like really are like we're just gonna run the ball with mm-hmm. like eight different guys like it'll be a different guy in there every time and we're just gonna run it down your throat because our quarterback can't really pass you know and it like kind of works so I, I don't hate it like i liked i i agree with you they're fun to watch like, like every time the bad... falcons come on the red zone i'm like oh okay let's go yeah you know it's going to be kind of an exciting thing that's about to happen they're not a bad yeah. team to have your money on if they're getting points because they don't really like play themselves out of games they came back big against the rams earlier this season so i kind of like the falcons but yeah they're probably you know unserious zone they're not quite in the frisky but i got the browns in the frisky last one before we hit the real you know the heavy hitters the giants and the bears played and this could have been in the poop package but i feel like because the giants are three and one they have to be elevated this game to me the Giants had great uniforms. That was the real takeaway. Yes. Those are tremendous. And with the red end zones, they look awesome. But these teams are both not very good, in my opinion. But the Giants have the enough of a coaching staff where if it's close, they'll just, like, and you're really bad, they'll just, like, out- outwit you. It's like, okay, yeah. we'll just, like, pull a couple punches on you and we'll win this game. I actually I broke down the stat line because I thought it was so funny. Daniel Jones was 8 for 13, 71 yards. Tyron Taylor was one for three, 11 yards, and Saquon Barkley had 31 carries for 146 yards. So their game plan was just <laughs> feed Barkley and don't throw, which I respect. I was down. I mean, he's a great player. So I don't know. I just don't really rate either of these teams at this point. But I don't either. It's like funny to like going into this game. One of the teams is going to be three and one, which is like crazy to think about. Like mm-hmm. even if the Bears won this and they were three and one, it's like yeah, but you're not really three and one. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely so, not. Definitely not. But like you said, I, I, I like the Giants more. I like the direction they're heading towards, like um, not having um, Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman is doing wonders for the Giants, dude. Like even just after one year, it's 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 a big deal for them. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy Barkley's like found his game. I think they have a pretty good surrounding cast. Coaching's good. And I can only imagine if they had like an, an even like an average quarterback, how good they'd be. Yeah. Um, you know, because Daniel, Daniel Jones is... <laughs> isn't a guy that can actually make no, average bad. wide receivers um, look good. You yeah, know? like you need you need a guy that can make at least some of your wide receivers look good, but like they're just choosing to completely not even throw, which is which is concerning. So maybe maybe they make like a Andy don't look good. Yeah. So let's make a move. Let's make a move. Um. So, but yeah, I, I like. I don't really like where the Bears are at. I still think it's a weird team, but I like where the Giants are heading. Giants should have been the Jimmy G team is what it really boils down to. I agree. I think that Giants are low-key like a pretty talented team in some ways. That's what I'm saying. I think the quarterback's holding them back. 
Yeah, I I agree. It's it's always like weird when your quarterback has almost as many rushing yards as he does passing yards. Like yeah, yeah, you know, like this isn't the NCAA. Like not as like not a rushing quarterback. That's like not a. It's like a sign that you probably don't want. You're not you like don't want him to pass, which is concerning for like your passer. So yeah. Yeah, it's like a sign you've constructed yeah. the game plan that way. It's like, no, no, Daniel. Yeah. He's like, and this is where I like go deep. They're like, no, 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 dude, just just turn the corner, bootleg. <laughs> like, you got this. It's an easy three if you go that way. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure? It's like, no, no, no. Don't even wait for the play to develop. Just go. Just turn the corner and go. Which he did have those two rushing touchdowns today, which was sick. Well, I can just imagine that yeah. conversation happening in the film room. And then they like they pause the video and they're like, Hey, Danny, what do we do here? He's like, you go for the sixty-yard bomb. They're like holy shit no you reroute it and just get the four yards yeah. like wow like, fall Danny. down you're under pressure fall down <laughs> take the sack we'll be okay like don't worry it's a three-point game we can afford to let our defense back out on the field so but yeah no i i, I think both of these teams are uh i think bears are just poverty I yeah think i'm okay yeah. to put the bears in there and i'm putting the giants in unserious so. unserious yeah yeah they got to prove a little more here i agree i agree yeah. um now we've officially reached the poop package which is headlined today by the titans and the colts game a 24 to 17 final <laughs> for the titans hashtag fire frank was trending at the time of this recording um the colts are king king unserious bordering on poverty they they, they actually might have reached they poverty gotta be poverty because <laughs> yeah I, and i know this the numbers people oh matt ryan had 360 yards and he had uh ten, or i don't think he had 360 yards but he completed 37 passes to 10 different receivers my eyes will not let me unsee what i have seen with matt ryan <laughs> but it is electrifying and i know you can attest to this whenever the camera goes to the colts game on red zone it's like, oh boy, what's going to happen now? Like, I get giddy when I see it in the screen. It's my favorite thing in the world. So I, I hate the Colts. They're so poverty, but I love them. They're like my favorite team to watch right now. Yeah, I, no, I love it too. Because you never know. It's like anytime the ball is in Matt Ryan's hands, you're you're on the edge of your seat. Because oh, yeah. it could be it could be like rollout, strip fumble. It could be gets blown up in the backfield. And like... <laughs> is crumpled on the ground you know it's like i think you i think you said like his you said his knees are made of dust i yeah. think that's like the perfect descriptor because he is like an old man playing quarterback and i think it's it's especially bad too because they've had like three straight terrible quarterbacks not terrible like i guess Philip Rivers wasn't bad he was just old yeah yeah and now it's like on the point where you've had like kind of mediocre quarterbacks that are like this is the guy who'll put us over the Pump. like this is the guy this is like we don't need him to do everything just like we got a good roster he'll figure it out and they've been doing that for so long the roster's like kind of bad now yeah <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> it's like we're just a quarterback away and now all of a sudden yeah. you're a quarterback and a line away and <laughs> linebackers away <sighs> I, I think it's I think it's so funny how like they're just the past like four or five years they're just like unwilling to fully commit to the quarterback position. Yeah. It's like do we trade up in the draft? No. no. Like, <laughs> oh, we can just get Matt Ryan for so cheap. Like uh, like I don't wanna do it. Like keep all the chips. Like yeah. let's keep all the chips. We don't wanna push all our first round picks, you know, away. Um but like you said, like Owen said it like it's crazy. It's it's like it's um it's like Carson Wentz never went away. It's worse. Because we worse. thought, we thought that when they traded Carson Wentz away, they were like, okay, 
like Colts are gonna be pretty serious. Like they'll find a decent quarterback. Oh, they traded for Matt Ryan. Okay, great. Yeah. Had a decent season in Atlanta. He's professional. Now it's just he's professional. Now it's just Carson Wentz all over again. And like you boys said, even worse. I think he is worse. Exactly. Yes. No, they yeah. graduated today. They were unserious, and now they're poverty. There's, oh. there's no yeah. other thing. And Jonathan Taylor, fantasy yeah. owners, I'm in the hole. I'm so sad yeah, I didn't yeah. listen to Owen because today was Owen's day where Derrick Henry, Jonathan yeah. Taylor, head-to-head matchup, and J- Derrick Henry t- t- took his lunch money, and, yeah. and he absolutely dominated the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I mean... Titans are two and two. I've probably watched the least amount of Titans out of any team in the mm. NFL. I think that's my personal referendum. And they did play a primetime game, but I feel like I know so little about them that I'm just going to slide them into unserious. But I do find it admirable that Mike Vrabel just like he'll get you to seven or eight. Like yeah. I, I find that pretty yeah. respectable. So and I, and I think they're unserious, but I also think they're in a weird spot where they're unserious, but they can still win this division and make the playoffs because this division is so team. bad. Yeah, that's actually true because they're just one of those teams where like the season ends and then you're like, wow, like they just kind of won the div. Yeah. Like they've just been like super quiet and sneaky while everyone's, you know, talking about the Colts and the Jags. And it's like, oh, well, the Titans won it again. Mm -hmm. So I totally see that. That's a classic. They're quiet because you've never met a Titans fan. You don't know anybody with a Titans jersey. You don't know anybody on their team except for Henry, but they'll just like scratch and That's true. Like if someone asked me like, you know, how do the Titans win games? I wouldn't know how to explain that to you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like well, I don't know how Mike they win Frable, the game. And then, then they, and then they turn out wins. Yeah. They show up to the game and yeah, that's all. That's about it. <laughs> but yeah, I think they are unserious probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, a, they're a cut above the Patriots and the Steelers in my mind. That's I where agree. I rate them as I agree. we go. Cardinals beat the pa- uh, Cardinals beat the Panthers. I said at the start of this game, imagine waking up in the morning and like getting in your car, parking, like doing a little tailgating, putting on your DJ Moore jersey, oh sitting God. in your chair, getting some condiments for your hot dogs, and then watching this. It's it was a tough watch for me on my couch. I can't imagine for those who were there. Baker Mayfield. I think it's time to find a hobby and maybe a new career because he's terrible. (laughs) He's He's not an NFL quarterback anymore, and it's actually sad. Like I I think he could hold a clipboard for a couple years. I think that that's his his eventual destiny. Mm -hmm. But he's also one of those weird guys where he's too big of a celebrity to hold a clipboard because he'll just get his name called for no matter how. I feel like it's kind of a sideshow to bring him in. But you know where this is going. It it leads to him being the Colts quarterback next year. So I'm kind of down for that. Because the Colts, like, if you think about it, it makes sense because they went with old-ass Philip Rivers. Yeah. Then they're like, okay, let's get, like, a young, like, frisky, like, let's give this guy a chance. Carson Wentz. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. We need leadership. Like, we need an old dog. Yeah. Philip Rivers, outlier. Let's get Matt Ryan in, okay? Yeah. Then he's going to be out, and they're like, okay. We need some swagger. Young guy. We need to, you know, match him up with the age group of our team. Let's get some guy with uh, some swag. Get him on the timeline. And then get Baker Mayfield. Phil's nailed it. Like the I Baker Mayfield will be a Colt next year. For sure. Or or Daniel Jones. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Or that too. Uh, reclamation yeah. project, you know? Yes. Yeah. He's had a he's had a bunch of different coaches. What do you want him to yeah. do? Is he supposed to but succeed Frank with Reich. all of them? Yeah. yeah. Frank Reich will crack the coat. He will. He <laughs> yeah. will unlock whatever Daniel <laughs> yeah. Jones did at Duke. He'll yeah. find a way to replicate that in the NFL. 
Do you remember what he did with Carson Wentz in 2017? Yeah, I yeah. actually heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Because like he'll do that again. Because like that's like his track record now. And then yeah. it's like, uh, do we trade up to draft Bryce Young for an extra <laughs> third round pick, or can we just get Baker for free? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> let's just do Baker for free. Yeah. No, you know who it is. No, no. It's Sam Darnold. It's been right under yeah. our nose the whole time. Oh. He had a year on the bench, holding the clipboard. Valuable experience. Although he Trubisky, anybody <laughs> yeah. spent a whole year with Mike Tomlin. <laughs> He can bring some of that leadership over, but it might be Sam Darnold time soon, actually. So maybe he won't spend a year on the bench because. Can, I, yeah, can I, also, I also have to shout out Matt Rule because I think he said on Saturday or Friday they were asking about the quarterback play, and he said uh, the wide receivers need to get open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Banger uh-huh. take, dude. How about this stat? Yeah. Matt Rule in games where the opposing team scores at least 17 points, he's lost 24 in a row. So if you start scoring over two touchdowns, you win. That's the strategy against the Panthers. Cook up three scoring drives and you've won. That's literally how you beat the Panthers. They're one in 26 when the other team scores 17 points. He's just in the coach's room. He's like, guys, if we can limit them to two touchdowns, I will win. We have a shot. I will win the game. Don't worry about the rest of us. Um, I I hate the Panthers. They're poverty in my book. I'm done with these people. I'm done with the Bill Simmons hype up the Panthers. Are, when he said the Panthers are legit today, we said yeah, this I'm such it, an idiot for thinking. Yeah. yeah, you you caved into I was, the pressure. I caved in, but Adam was right when he walked in the Cardinals. So shout out to Adam. Hashtag Adam was right. And <laughs> the other thing is, it's just a big talent disparity. I don't think the Car- the Cardinals don't show up until the third quarter in every game yeah. that they play, and yet here they are blowing out the Panthers on the road. That shows you a lot about who the Panthers are in my books because I know exactly who the Cardinals are and they're king unserious. They, they, might, they yeah. might as well be named unserious Cardinals. Like that should just be the name on the ticker when they come up. That's what I think of them as. Cardinals are like that kid that like never studies for any test and then shows up and like gets an 80. Like, all right. Like, yeah. Well, okay. The, the unifinal well, is easy. Yeah. They're the kid that, get, that does that and then it works for like a year like your first year of school and then it gets a little bit harder the next year because <laughs> yes. like the classes you're up a level but you're like you're like i can still like figure it out but yeah. then it's like now you're pulling like 60s yeah exactly. you're like i have a system in place mm-hmm. yeah it's like well, well, I four. yeah it's yeah. like i study one unit out of five yeah i nailed the last half of the test <laughs> nailed the last half of the test because <laughs> it's what you learned most recently exactly so you it's exactly. fresh in your brain fresh in your brain and then, if anything, you know you're just gonna nail that part. Everything else, and it's like second. the first stuff. The first stuff builds like the last stuff builds on the first stuff. Anyway, it's like exactly you know, the last stuff. You probably can figure out. The first <laughs> yes, stuff. I can trace it back to the start. I'll have yeah. no trouble crushing the start. All I need to yeah. know is the end. If yeah, the problem yeah. is if you're down thirty-one nothing going into the fourth quarter and you squaw back and get your twenty-one, you might you still lose the game. So that's the boat the Cardinals are in, in my opinion. They said in the third quarter, the Cardinals when it was ten to ten, they said the Cardinals are on the verge of taking their first lead of the season. I was like, oh my, oh my god. god, they're really working on this in October. First lead of the season. Even the Texans wow. have a lead by now. So yeah, they're king unserious to me. Um, I don't know. A tough watch. Tough watch. Prayers up to those who made the trip. Um, Seattle Seahawks, 48. Detroit Lions, 45. I said this to Tony. Oh, what a great game. Consider this a historic night because I'm denouncing <laughs> Dan Campbell. I think I'm done. I, I think the, the, I think the, uh, the shine is gone, and I'm ready to 
quit my love of the Lions at some point because their defense is a faucet. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Rashad Penny averaged nine yards a carry on 17 carries. It was like literally open wounds he was running into. He was just flying down the field. And I've watched Rashad Penny enough to know that's not a regular occurrence. So... I don't know. I'm all the way out on the Lions. I, I can't see myself getting back in. I think a team of us could score on them. I think we could cook up some scoring plays. It is It is pretty sad that the Seahawks scored 48, no, 48, 48 points today. That's And that's in Detroit. Yeah. And I know that Swift and... Um, Amon Ra. And Amon Ra were and out. Shark. But, but, but like, that's like the offense. Still, like You guys still scored points. That doesn't matter. But the defense, oh my lord. And yeah, J- J- uh, Campbell, a guy um, that prides himself on you know hard work, building the defense. This is embarrassing. I so. agree. How do you let Rashad Penny get like 180 yards, and then DK Metcalf gets 150 yards? Like whatever they do, they were moving the ball. It did not matter what they did. I, I was pretty disappointed yeah. in the Lions. I think there's like Dan Campbell's good at like a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. mostly is like a rah rah guy. He's funny, but it's yep. like yeah. But it's like you don't need him doing everything. Like it's like the guy in baseball. It's like, you know, he's a he's a he's a good hitter, but he's like his defense is horrible. You just put him at DH. Like you don't need him out in the field. Yeah, and you know? Dan Campbell, you put him as morale coach. Yeah, or like he can be like a a coordinator, like an assistant. Mm-hmm. You know, like he like the assistant quarterbacks coach. Yes. That's yeah. a new name. Well, you new, just new want name. him in the facility. 32 teams want him in the facility. Yeah. Coming into work every day. Yeah. Le- left guards you coach. Be... Yeah, yeah. One spot <laughs> on the would field. Be an incredible strength and conditioning coach. Oh, oh, just the best. Can you imagine yeah. that guy in the gym? He'd be a great spotter. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. He'd be in all those videos, too, where it's like, and, um, you know, Jared Goff deadlifted a new high, and it's just Campbell in the back, like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Just bat like doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin, just like bashing beers against his head. Yeah, yeah. He, he, no, he'd, he'd be gr- sick. He'd be great in the facility, but as the head coach, yeah. maybe not. That's my only problem today. But the Lions, their offense is good. That's the thing about the Lions. I'm telling you, this Jared Goff is not that bad. Jared Goff, yeah. he's gonna mess around and get traded to a contender next year. I'm telling you that much. Somebody's <laughs> gonna goals. be like, he, he made the Super Bowl a couple years in yeah. Detroit. He might be like, the new Jimmy G. He might be the new Jimmy G. He's done just as much. They both made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I like Jared Goff and to score 45 when you don't have among us and you don't have Swift and you don't have Chark. I know, I know the Seahawks aren't exactly the 85 bears, but still an impressive number. And TJ Hawkinson had like 200 yards, which I mean, when Goff has to get stuff done, he's not that bad. I kind of like Goff, but the Lions defense makes them uh, pretty firmly in the unserious category to me because the Lions can score points. Like I would, that makes me think they're not poverty. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think if you're going to put the Lions in unserious, like the Seahawks, they have some positives too. So I don't know. I would put them maybe similar, maybe both unserious. Okay. The decision has been made. Um, last game, Chargers and the Texans, 34 to 24 for the Chargers. I got nothing. I don't know. Chargers are not my cup of tea at this point. I don't think they're well coached. They jump out to this huge lead. They got a lot yeah. of talent. And then. Like, how are you letting the Texans almost come in the back door here? I'm getting sick and tired of, of hyping up the Chargers. I am too. Win some freaking games and blow some teams out. It's always got to be, like, the hardest thing for them to win a game somehow with all the talent. And we've always been gassing them, so I'm just, like, sick and tired of talking about the Chargers. You're hashtag done. I'm hashtag done. I'm out. I'm out. Bose is out 8 to 10 weeks, and Slater's Slater. out for the season. 
So, but still, like, I don't care. Like, that happens to everybody in the NFL. Like, find a way to work it out. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's always the same thing with the Chargers. Yeah. I don't think they're well coached. I, if they had a better coach, they would, they would wallop teams. They have so much talent. They should be way better than they are. I agree, but I always feel like we're finding some excuses with the Chargers, and I'm done trying to cook up excuses anymore. Let's you see know? some wins. Let's see some wins. Like, I just need, like, just win, like, four games in a row by two touchdowns, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Just win. You know? They should they should have the Bills resume where they'll slug you if you don't come prepared. Exactly. They, that's they're good enough to do that, but they never do. So yeah. Texans are the definition of poverty though. Yeah. There's no way around that. The, that team stinks. But Damian Pierce on he's kind of cooking all of a sudden you see for that? you. Yeah. Well, for my bench, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put him in next week. So. He's working on the bench. That's always tough when you <laughs> check the bench and there's like a guy with thirty. You're like, Ooh. I maybe should have left him in there. I did that with Miles Sanders today. That was tough. Um, but yeah, no, Chargers, unserious Texans in the uh, poverty, I would say. That would be my take. You want Chargers in Frisky? I would say good. I think they're good. I think we're hating on them because they had like the highest expectations of any team in the NFL. But I think if you look... Well, for a good reason. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not for good reason. I'm just saying like if we had lower expectations for them, we're saying good right now. I just think it's because we're expecting them to be 4-0 and like blowing teams out like the Bills. I agree. Okay, so I'm down to put him in. I'm down to put him in good. Fine. We can split the difference and go frisky. I, I think okay, we frisky. Do frisky. Frisky. Meet in the middle, do frisky. All right, let's do that then. Yeah. So they're in frisky. So I'll I'll organize the helmets for the next show. I'll send a picture to everybody, <clears throat> and then we'll have a roving board. Yes. Because we won't have to <clears throat> sort teams out every week. So today we did the hard part. So yeah. I appreciate that. Your boy Tyler Hero signed a big extension, eh? Four years, one thirty. Just now? Like today, like, this yeah, afternoon. F- like four hours ago. Four years, 130 mil, which I saw he was wow. talking absolutely <laughs> crazy on media day. Did you see what he was saying? What was he, he was no, saying dude, like he, he knows that he's better than like half the starters in the league or something. Yeah. And he said he was like, he's like, I don't care how many people tell me I'm a bad defender. I know I'm a great defender. They, he acts like they don't have like numbers. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, you don't see my games. You're not at my games. Like, if you come to <laughs> the game, you'd actually come and watch. <laughs> yeah. Get that is pass. also my favorite line, too, though. I I pull that line all the time. Like I, I I think I'm a really good defender, but then it'll be like, like the guy you're guarding has like 20 points, and I'll be like, yeah, but like I've been locking him down. Though. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've been locking him up. You should see the possessions he doesn't score. I'm I'm yeah, locking yeah. him up. I'm absolutely yeah. putting him in the torture zone. He was for sure that that doesn't count, kid. Yeah, like, yeah, you, oh, get, yeah. like you hit a sick three to call games like that doesn't count. Yeah, it's like, why not? It's like foul. When my was on the line, yeah, yeah, okay. Or he'd be the guy who would just like, like, lie about the score and pick up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you lose the score, and it's like, no, they'll be like, okay, it's like nine seven. He'd be like, no, no, nine six. I've been counting it the whole time in my head. It's <laughs> yeah. actually nine six. Dude, yeah. you announce it out. You're like ten six, like match point. He's like, what, dude? It's eight five. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, okay, count it up, and then the other team would be like, okay, everyone's counting their own points. He'd be like, okay, I have, we have, we have nine. And he'd be like, not then we have ten. We have 10 because we were one up. That's all I remember. Yeah. He's like, I, yeah. I, I only do it in difference. I'm like two. Yeah. And now we're down by one. Now we're up by one. Yeah. yeah. Or first shot of the game, you hit the two and you're like, all right, two, nothing. He's like, no, no, we're playing ones. We're playing ones. That's <laughs> one. Don't get it yeah. messed up. And and yeah. check after three. Like we need to turn yeah. with the ball. We got to get our legs into the game. Um, <laughs> we got weekend winners and losers. And then I think we can, uh, we can finish off. So yeah. I'm fired up. What do you yeah. have? You know what? Like, I'm just going to, this is a winner, but I'm letting you boys talk about it, though. 
Okay. Oh, Are you throwing the lob? Yeah, I'm throwing the lob for you boys to absolutely dunk this shit. My winner is the Seattle Mariners. Yes. Like, Owen, uh, congratulations. I'm gonna. You threw it off the backboard to me. Now we're doing the Globetrotters where I caught oh. it, but I'm throwing it off the backboard to Owen. And for- Owen's coming off the trampoline <laughs> oh, and yeah. just slamming this thing right now. Huge pressure on Seattle Mariners knowledge right here. Yeah, well, it's like their first playoff appearance since what, like 2001? Yes. And there's the dunk. Yeah. And there's the dunk. Yeah. No, it's so sick. It's like a big deal. It's sick. I'm, I'm a huge guy of, you know, ending droughts. It's raw. And, um, and now I don't have to see, like, you know, longest playoff droughts. I don't have to see Seattle there anymore. And I don't I know like, who it is now. I like the Mariners. The Mariners I think it's the cool Phillies. Team. Who is it? The Phillies. Really? But they're going to clinch this week as well. Oh, yeah. True. So then it's going to be, I think they said the longest in sports right now is Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, that's just going to keep going. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. But they're next well, up. Next time they clinch, they'll be a winner. They will. And, I mean, we, we've all agreed we like their roster. Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray, Herder, uh-huh. um, and uh, Malik Monk. Wow! So and Sabonis and Fox. and Sabonis, Sabonis and Fox. But did you see Mike Brown uh-huh. was making the boys run laps if the uh, he... if the Kings missed a free throw? Oh yeah, I did I see did. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's real coaching. That is that's a classic junior that's high basketball. That's what turned LeBron. That's what I LeBron. do. <laughs> yeah, it is what turned. That's LeBron. what I do with my kids. Yes, me too. Yeah. I'm going to put him out on the yeah. driveway at night. All right, run around the cul-de-sac yes. if you miss one. I used to do that. When I thought I was going to, uh, there was still a chance I'd make the NBA when I was like 12 <laughs> or 13. I was like, okay, like, you got to get better at your free throws. Like, you're running a lap if you miss this. So I'd just be ripping around the cul-de-sac, doing a quick turn. Uh, now, the, the one I do with the team I coach, with the kids I coach, is we'll do like, we'll get the guy to shoot, and then we'll go like, go to the right side if you think he's going to make it. And go oh, to the left yeah. Side Yes, you've done that before. That, we did that together back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I remember doing it. And then if they hit it, the people that were right, whoever was right, whether to make or miss, has to, or the, whoever's wrong, I guess, has to run. And you know who the good teammates are because they always stay in the he's making it. Yeah, They're like he's yeah. making it. So yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah, they live or die by the make. Yes, exactly. They, they're happy to let it ride out with the boys, which is yeah. respect to those guys. Phil, those, Phil was yeah. so right though about the like. Not I. I want to say like ninety eight percent of guys, like kids that play sports, like think that they'll make it into the league, mm-hmm. and that was me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you're always like you go out into the driveway at like eight nine p.m. You're like I bet no other twelve year olds doing this right now. Yeah. Like I'm gaining a freaking edge. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. and then and then you just and then I started slowly doing process of elimination. I'm like, well, I never knew how to skate, so NHL is obviously out. <laughs> NFL might not be too late. I haven't played football. Ball, but it can't be that hard and then i'm like and you, then i'm like when you get bigger you'll play football exactly yeah exactly it's, it's too yes. early to start anyways <laughs> flag all that stuff doesn't even count and i'm like nba and then pro soccer obviously those are yeah most likely I'm gonna you're just kind of picking those. between the two yeah yeah mm-hmm. you're yeah. like what if i'm just good at both like then yeah. i have to start preparing for that scenario yeah i'm gonna have to yeah. pick yeah i'm gonna be like bo jackson <laughs> yeah. except i'm gonna be flying from europe to america <laughs> to participate in both games um, i was always one of those baseball guys back mm. in the day i'd be like i couldn't hit for anything i was terrible at baseball but i was like i got a great glove i remember i made one sick play at a medicine hat tournament people who were there will remember this one. Oh right i remember i made the play one out runner was on first base i was playing shortstop crazy backhanded play 
I threw the guy out at second base. Second baseman was so shocked he didn't even throw to first. That's how good my play was. Wow. And then I came back to Holy. the dugout at the end of the inning, and then the parents stood up, dude. It was like I was Derek, oh, it was like I was Derek Jeter. <laughs> then from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to play professional baseball. Wow. But I must have got like three hits on the season. I might have had like 200 oh, at-bats, yeah. and my only hits were like ones that I squarely contacted and just rolled down the line. And I was like, I'm running this out. Like I ne- The ball never left the infield. It was always staying in there. So feels my- like there's a good there's a club that'll pay for my defense. Oh yeah, I yeah. was like John McDonald, the yeah. old Blue Jay. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Th- that's what it's at. Um, winners for me, I have two. My first one's the Lakers because mm. I don't know if you saw this. Anthony Davis says, "quote I've had the best summer of my life training." So Wrong. big season coming, <laughs> big season coming. Can you imagine? Uh, Reduce, reuse, season? recycle. Yeah. He says the same thing every year. <laughs> he really does. But this year's different. It's the best one. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, so, it's like 2K. It is. Or uh, or Apple. When Apple's like, this is our best phone yet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. I hope so. You're building on the last best one. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's huge for the Lakers. He's going to have the best season of his career. I mean. I'm sure LeBron's gassed. Yeah, LeBron is fired yeah. up. Yeah, LeBron's like, oh, I can finally take, take you know, take some time off here. I like how this is also the third year in a row where the Lakers have said, now we'll run the offense through AD. Like, LeBron, yeah, yeah, this yeah. has happened now every year he's healthy. been there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the offense goes through AD. Well, he's been working in 2K, so this might be the new thing. Oh. Where he's like, I'm, I'm running, like, the playbook. Like, before it was, like, physical. Now it's, like, yeah. I got, like, the mental side down. Yeah. Like, I know how to run, like, pick and rolls. Like, I know how yeah. it's going to, like, play out. Yeah. He's like, I'm like stage four LeBron, where now I'm just like going to be super smart. Yeah. And just huge IQ. He's like, guys, I pretty much have a photographic memory at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if somebody runs like a pick and roll from like the wing, I know how like the big is going to rotate in 2K. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can kind of predict it. He's going to face up on me because my three points only a 73. But if I can bump that up, he's going to start to come in and then I can dish it down. Yeah. And then if I use the Bradley Beal animation, he's going to actually jump quicker. <laughs> yes, so like yes. it changes the whole shot trajectory. Uh-huh. I actually went in yeah. into shot type creator and mm. I cooked mine up to 99 speed. So I just get it out the hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if I do that, I'll never get blocked. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Anthony He's like, Davis. he's just teaching the boys new forms. He's like, yo, this <laughs> shooting form is sick in yeah. the NBA boys. Like maybe someone should pick this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like a lot boys... of people have been, I know a lot of people like the, the like the player build, but like, Shot base twelve. A lot yeah. of people don't. A lot of people don't use it. Like it's nice. People yeah. don't know because they don't click on the animation preview. Yeah. But I did. And yeah. boys, let me tell you. He's like, hey guys, have any of you tried out the Tariq Evans shot release? Like, give it a go. Like, let's see if one of you guys can replicate it in game. Because the Josh Smith. Uh, yeah, I green yeah. it every time. So you boys got to give it a go. And then my second winner this weekend is Stephen Adams because Stephen Adams signed a two-year, yeah. twenty-five million dollar extension. Steven Adams has signed an extension every single summer since 2015. Every single one. In my brain, there's always a new Steven Adams extension. I looked it up. At the end of this contract coming up, he'll have made $170 million in his career, which is a remarkable number for Steven Adams. It's like, um, I think we th- we were talking about how Damian Lillard feels like he's been signing a contract every year. Yeah, this is the minor version. I know, this is the minor version, but like, I don't know what these te- why these teams are like, like, you know, 
let's get him signed early. Yeah, let's walk I don't want to be in free agency and you know bidding against other teams for Steven Adams. So <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a guy get signed early or get extended early when he was completely wiped out in the playoffs, useless, wasn't getting any minutes. Yes, they were like, oh god, we need Xavier Tillman. We need we need twenty five <laughs> minutes from Xavier Tillman right now. Please God help us, dude. We need to get our boy in there, Conchar now. Conchar, we need now. to downsize this lineup now. Oh my God, Stephen Adams, no what a career though. Yeah, that's the, respect. He, I mean, you gotta clap it up for the guy. After, I mean, he was like an NPC, and then he got those tattoos, <laughs> and he became sick when he got yeah. kicked in the nuts by Draymond. He was like a factor in those games. Yeah, and then he's just been journeying around since. Yeah. So good for him, great career. Um, my first winner this week is is short kings. So the Cardinals, AJ Green was out and Rondell Moore was in. So they started a receiving core of I'll read it out to you: Hollywood Brown five nine, mm-hmm. Greg Dorch five seven, Rondell Moore five seven, Andrew Bacalia five ten, and Andy Isabella off the bench who's five ten. So and then obviously Kyler Murray's like whatever he is like five nine. So they're really like, I just respect it. Cause they're like, Hey, like we don't want the guys too tall. Cause then Kyler Murray, like it's not gonna like their eyes aren't going to be at yeah. the same level. Yeah. Like we need him to be able to like, you know, connect with his receivers. So we're just going to go all like little slot guys. I like it. I like it. If I was a short yeah. King, I would congratulate them on doing this, but sadly <laughs> I can't relate. Me either. Yeah. So, yeah. but good for them. Like, it's always good to see the little guys get a chance. Yeah. So they're like, we're not going higher than Andy Isabella at five ten. Yeah, I guess but, I could. They're like, the... we want you to be like the Mike Evans, where if we toss it up, you're gonna go get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna run some fades for you. <laughs> yeah, how's your high point? Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Can you get up there? It's yeah. like Darren Waller on the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they're running plays for Andrew Isabella. Yeah, I mean, I guess I learned I can't be a receiver for the Cardinals today. I'm just too, too tall. tall. That's that. tough, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough. So the NFL true. dream dies. Yeah, and then my second winner is the Colts, and like the Colts are winners in so many ways. Like they're just such a fun team to watch. Uh, but they, it's like just unintentional comedy up and down the up and down the uh, the whole event because they, so they scored in the second quarter, which cut their deficit from twenty four down to twenty four to ten, and they uh they they unleashed some confetti in Lucas. <laughs> Let's go. They're, they're pretty fired up. They're like, okay, we cut down the lead to like 14 points. Let's empty the tank. Let's get the boys fired up because this is big. They're like, and they just boys, you won't believe it. Mo Ali Cox, touchdown. Like, fire the cannons. <laughs> Let her rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's legendary yeah. stuff. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Good for the Colts, man. Um, I've got one loser here, and uh, and boy, is it a loser. I think this is the definition of a loser, honestly. Um, and it's Damian Lillard. Uh, I sent this to Phil. He saw it. I don't know if anyone else has seen it, but Mm -hmm. uh, Damian Lillard says potentially passing Clyde Drexler on the scoring list is part of why he hasn't left Portland. I would hate to come this close and miss out on that opportunity to pass Drexler if I was to leave. That's so raw. That's raw, dude. Good for him, man. (laughs) It's like he has his priorities very, very much. Exactly. Like he's come to the conclusion where he's like, okay, like I can't win a championship. But if there's one thing I can do, I can pass Clyde on the all-time scoring list. Yes, and that's what I want to accomplish with my career. I want to be known my as the, career. My career mode. Yeah, I my want, career mode. I want to be the Blazers' all-time leading scorer, which you got to respect that. That's a guy who's dedicated to the grind. 
my losers this week, I only have two. I have uh, Twitter at number one. And I don't know if you saw Jack Dorsey, his old CEO, right? He said Twitter, quote, should have never been a company to Elon. That's what he told him. Mm-hmm. Big movie energy. Big, like, I've created my worst nightmare. Like, I'm responsible yes. for the death of the world. Like, he yeah. thinks he's in a movie at this yeah. point. Like, Twitter does suck, but it also should not have never been invented. Like, yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah, he thinks he's like Oppenheimer. He's he like, does. holy shit, yeah. I created the atomic bomb. Like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, it's like Zodiac energy, dude. He's like the guy yeah. living on the island right now. He's like, I should have never looked into this. Like, it ruined my life. That's the Jack Dorsey I'm getting. Oh, that was a good reference, Phil. Thank you. I knew you would like that one. I was yeah. specifically in there for you he also said that twitter quote was the original sin so i mean once again he's acting like you created 4chan like (laughs) calm down yeah Yeah. it'll be fine it's fine no worries yeah he needs to like chill out it's not that it's not yeah, he's a little bit. I love not it, that dude. crazy. It's just Twitter. It is. Relax. It's just I, Twitter, dude. dude I've exactly. been on it for like seven years, yeah. and I'm fine. Yeah. Okay, like maybe I'm not <laughs> fine, but I think I am, which is good. That's all I need to know. And then my other loser is uh is the Dodgers. I know they won 110 games, so technically not a loser. They set the National League record since 1909, I think, for most wins by a National League team. But the Dodgers, to me, are the, are the quintessential like kills it in the regular season and then big choke. I don't know what it is but they're gonna need to prove it to me that's why they're a loser like i don't see them as this all-time great team yet i know they're stacked and i know they have all these wins but i know they did win the world series in the shortened season with the half crowds but like they should have had multiple championships by now like i want to see them win again before i can start giving them some credit that's my take i respect it um my first loser this week is the yankees and like yankees media because as everybody like on planet Earth probably knows, or anybody that follows sports, judges Aaron judges. He's hit sixty-one home runs, and he's trying to. He's going for sixty-two to pass Roger Maris for the um, American League record. Um, and just like all the people whining about, oh, you're not pitching Darren Judge, or you're not, you know, you're pitching around Darren Judge, or you're throwing him too many balls, is so annoying to me. Like these, especially in the blue Jays series when right after he hit 61 the media was like if he didn't get a pitch if the pitch wasn't like right down the middle the media was like this is like bad for baseball like you're pitching around Aaron judge you're scared of Aaron judge and it's getting it's like i find it so like so obnoxious because at the end of the day these pitchers like aaron judge is the best hitter on planet earth he's like get he's his ops is like it's he's his stats are crazy and the media wants like everyone to just like give him meatballs yeah which is so dumb to me it just annoys me i hate yankees media i hate yankees fans it's pissing me off and i love aaron judge i completely agree with you on the coverage aspect of things like i really like aaron judge though and i don't want to say this out loud but if he chokes this if he doesn't get 62 at this point this is a I mean, what happened to him the last two weeks is crazy. I can only imagine the pressure. Like, I, I feel bad yeah. for him. But Well, he's not getting it at home. Like, he, they just finished their home. Like, they did their home finale, and he didn't get it. So Oh, heat. How many games is that left? Three. He hasn't hit one in, like, a full series. But he's at 61 right now, right? Yeah. And no yeah. one's ever hit 62 in the American League? Yeah. Oh, but, okay, okay. So he's hit 61. Uh, he's hit one home run in, like, two weeks. And I was actually going to say, like, I'm not the biggest baseball guy here, but, like, to Owen's point about the media, it's like he's had 162 games to, uh, you know. Yeah, get another one. Get all these extra home runs. Like, it's 
like too bad. Like and you if, can't if teams aren't going to throw to him or whatever, and I mean, like you said, they are. They're throwing to him. Still competitive pitches. No like one's getting, like, not getting walked. walked absolutely every single time. Yeah. But like, what the hell? Like, look, he's gone cold in the last two weeks. He's had all these months to gather up all these home runs. Like, too bad. It is what it is. Like. Is, they're whining that people aren't throwing in pitches in the biggest games of team season, man. Oh, it's that too. Like the Blue Jays are supposed to be like, okay, like for the good of the game, we're yeah. lobbing them one in there. Yeah. Underhand, yeah. Yeah. here you go. Like that's what the that's what the fans are expecting. Tim Mesa, though. Shout out Tim Mesa. Tim Mesa exactly is basically underhand. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. He threw an 87 mile per hour meatball it over was, the heart of the plate. I think I was smacking that to the outfield. At yeah. least I was getting oh, contact on that. Goodness. I was hitting good wood oh, on that. Man. The reason I wanted to like include the Yankees in this loser is because they did the same thing to Miguel Cabrera. A lot of people forget earlier in the year, Miguel Cabrera, who's not Aaron Judge, Miguel Cabrera is hitting like 240. He's like 40. He's like, he's old. He's like 40 years old and he's playing for a bad team. And they were playing early in the season and he was, he had 2,999 hits. He was trying to hit 3,000 hits, which is obviously a big deal. Like it's a big milestone. Mm -hmm. Yankees were in town against the Tigers, who are a horrible team. First base is open, right? And it's like this, it's not even like a late, super late inning. It's probably like the sixth inning or something like that. And uh, they intentionally walk up, the Yankees do. It's not even like they pitched around him. They just intentionally walked him and put him on first base. So he couldn't even have the shot to get the hit the, his 3,000 hit against them. But they're the Yankees, it so it doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. That's why exactly. they did it. And, Yankees can, can't do and can I also say, I don't want to, I'm obviously not comparing Pujols to, to Aaron Judge, but if anything, Pujols has had way more pressure because he's never going to play baseball in his life again. Mm-hmm. And yes. that was like a crazy milestone to get 700 home runs. Um, and I mean... Obviously, like you're not pitching around Albert Pujols, but still, like, what the hell? He got it done. Yeah, so, could like, pitch around for, him, though. For yeah. Aaron Judge, like, it is what it is, man. You know, you have it's to get not it even done. that different, though. It's not even that different. Exactly. Like, Pujols, I think, is like only is second only to um, Judge in OPS since the All Star break. Like, yeah. he's hitting as well as anybody in baseball. So, you easily could pitch around him. I'm well, sure there you go. Pitchers, pitchers aren't, you know, they're, you're not putting like your worst pitcher. That's against, true. You're, you're, you're strategically pitching him. So, it's, it's stupid. He's hit 702. He like he's clear. He's easily he easily hit 700. It wasn't even an issue. It's ridiculous. I agree. And then my second, I'm gonna stick in the world of baseball. My second loser is, I guess it's Bob Nightingale and Ben Verlander. What a story. Because yeah, we didn't talk about this last show, but this is maybe, and it, I'm not gonna do it full justice because obviously it's a written article that I'm not gonna be able to just read on the air. But Bob Nightingale is a reporter. Uh, he's a baseball reporter, baseball writer, and he released the most absurd article I've ever read. It's, um, so the if idea you get the of the chance article, to read it, like literally Google it. It's like yeah. hysterically funny. And it's like a five-minute read. It's short. It's not crazy. It's not like an athletic article. It's super lazy. Like it's a terrible article. But um, basically the idea was Ben Verlander is this MLB writer who's the brother of Justin Verlander, and he went to Japan to like kind of experience um, like – the Shohei Otani effect, like how people kind of view him and see his effect on the culture there. And it's like a five minute article, basically talking just about how great Ben Verlander was and like how, how interesting his experience was <laughs> yes. and like all the stuff Ben Verlander saw and like Dude. Ben Verlander, how the kids loved Ben Verlander. Ben Verlander said people were crying when they met him. They were like, "Dude, yeah. like we love your podcast." Like he said, kids <laughs> were crying when they in Japan who don't even speak the language when they met him. They're like, "Dude, like they're like breaking into tears when he walked down the streets." He said, 
Yeah. And maybe mentioned Shohei Otani like three times, and they put a photo in it. Dude, the but opening was line was, now Ben Verlander knows how it feels to be the Beatles, Michael Jackson, and Aretha <laughs> Franklin rolled into one. That was the opening yes. sentence of the article. What the heck? Dude, you got to read it if you can. Bro, Everyone's got to read it. It's so it's good. incredible. Dude, we love your podcast. Dude, apparently we could be huge in Japan, though, is what I learned from Bob Nightingale. Yeah. Like, we got to market yeah. ourselves a little better. Talk that about some KBO. crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a wild story. I know. You got to check it out, man. It is next level stuff. But, yeah. man, good stuff. Wow. What a show. Raw pod. 10. 10. Yeah. 10. No Nandos. That's okay. He'll be back on the next one. We got, what are we doing this week? I'm trying to think. Picks. Mm. Probably not much else. We, we got, have a big. We got special stuff. We cooking. got special stuff coming. I don't up. want to say what it's going to be. Yeah, but mm-hmm. just know. Don't tip our hand. We, yeah. We're not going to say anything, yeah. but just know there's a huge thing coming. It's huge. It's huge. It's it's a cult. Where people are going to be crying in the streets saying we love your podcast. Yeah, in Alberta. <laughs> in Alberta, <laughs> people yeah. are going to be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be back on Monday. Just know, big stuff is coming. Yep. There's yeah. stuff in the kitchen right now. Yeah, we're thinking about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Alex. That's the way I like to phrase it. But yeah, we'll be back Thursday morning. Have a good start to the week, everybody.